Hello and welcome to In Business Friday Fix, episode number 31. We are thrilled to welcome you to this, our bonus episode. We're your hosts, Tracy and Ian Earl, founders of In Business, a networking and business support community. And together, we, we are, are In, in business. business. Every Friday, we'll be discussing a business-related subject with either one of our wonderful networking, In Business networking members or a fellow business owner who'll be sharing their advice, thoughts or knowledge on a particular topic. This week, we have Elaine Atherton of To Sum It Up. Now, Elaine's passion and success comes from helping coaches and small businesses turn their love of helping others into sales. She will be your challenger, your cheerleader, your accountability partner and sales coach, working with you to get you the best results that you want. And make sure you listen to the end of the show to hear our guests tell us about their favourite networking So welcome to our Friday Fix this week. Um, we have Elaine Atherton of To Sum It Up. Welcome, Elaine. Hello, lovely to be here. Thank you very much for inviting me. Uh, welcome, Elaine. Good to have you with us today. Um, can I start by asking you a little bit, can you tell us a little bit about what you do, Elaine? Oh, yeah, sure I can. Um, so so my title, if you like, um, is a sales and accountability coach. But what, what that means in real terms is um, is I help small business owners really get to grips with their sales. Because uh, one of the things, as we you know, we know, most people don't start a business, do they, to, to actually sell. They start a business because they love what they do or they're passionate about it or they found that gap in the market. And um, and the sales bit is just something that is a necessary thing, obviously, to stay in business. So, so I I work with a lot of what I love love to call accidental salespeople, or people who just find themselves in the sales arena, but actually it's only because they started their business, and and you know then it comes with that, of course. So, like you say, no no one tells you that in order to achieve this dream business, you've got to become an expert at selling. So, how do you help people to do that? Well, yeah, and it, it's so, so true. And, and you know, it's, it's a bit of an emotional roller coaster for people, isn't it, really? You start a business and, and you know, and I know you two know this, is that there are so many different hats you have to wear um, and you don't really anticipate all of that. And so so for the sales hat, which is the bit I help people with, is um, I have some sort of, you know, processes and steps they go through. and And it really all starts with, you know, why did they start their business? What What is it they want to achieve by running their business? So we go through the the why, uh, their why, um, and then we go through the who, you know, so who is it that you're helping? And uh, and I often say to people, when you're doing your market research, please don't ask your family and friends because they want to remain your family and friends. So they're not necessarily <laughs> going to be the most objective in their feedback. So, so when you look at, you know, who that who is, is you really got to, you know, do your research outside of your inner circle, if you like, and be very objective about that. So that's, that's sort of the first two things we, we look at. And if we get that foundation right, then um, that it leads to the other elements of it. Because if we don't get those things right, then we're building on the wrong foundation and it won't work. Mm. Yeah. So do you help them to identify the why and the who? Yeah, the why and the who. So, so mm-hmm. why why did they start their business? Um, what is it they want to achieve? Uh, so, whether it's a product or a service, you know, what why what is that diff what difference is that going to make to the people who buy it? So, we mm-hmm. really get under 
underneath their why because to be quite honest on the tough days your why and your purpose is is the stuff sometimes that gets you through isn't it you know it's not always easy but when you keep your eye on that end goal and and you know your reason if you like your purpose for doing it it can really yeah. help you get through some of those tough days. So then we, you know, we look at the the who, and we do that, you know, in a lot of detail. So who do you think you're helping? What what outcomes are people looking for, and who are those people? Because people buy with um, emotion, so they buy because they're feeling pain in in a certain way, whether it's something that's keeping them awake at night, or whether it's, um, you know, something that's taking away all their time they they buy with with some sort of emotion going on so so what is it that people will look at your product and say all right that's really going to help me with that and of course people don't find those reasons unless we highlight them sometimes the the purpose of any type of um, copy or anything we put on our website or blogs is that we're tapping in to those pain points so when people read them when our ideal client reads them um, they they realize that oh that actually you could be describing me there that's exactly how I feel and yeah. and, it, yeah. and I'm very transparent about we are not all going to be right for everybody and the sooner people get over that the better because when they start to realize actually it's okay that I'm not right for everybody and equally not everybody's right for me and once we yeah. get beyond that it's it, it makes it a lot easier because you know this person if you've done step one right, you actually know this person that you're really going to be able to help and and um, you know be clear on the outcomes that you provide. So that's the first chunk of it, really. And then the next bit we look on it is you know where are they? So where are these people that you're helping? And again, we can go into the whole. Um, well, they could be you know anywhere. They could be on all different social media platforms. They could be at networking. They could be wherever. But actually, that they could be there. But actually, where are they? In your case, because everybody's different. You know, some people's clients are not on Facebook. Some people are on LinkedIn. My, most of my clients come from LinkedIn. So, what's the point in you spreading yourself across all these things when actually, um, you know, t- it takes a lot of time. Social media, as we know, it um, does, it does. yeah. And if you go into the wrong place for your clients then it, it's actually, you know, counterproductive. It actually feels very deflating then because you, you yes. feel like nobody's answering you and nobody's responding when actually the, the, the people for you are not there. But I think that's how we feel with our Facebook page. But we get lots of interaction on, more interaction on Instagram on and LinkedIn. LinkedIn, yeah. yeah. Facebook yes. for us has never been particularly no. good, has it? Although you no. get a lot of people recommending Facebook for business, but for us it's mm. it's not really generated yeah. anything, has it? Yeah. No, it's mm. nice. Um, I think I, I see Facebook as more as a... A social thing, really. Like I'm, I'm going on holiday this week, or I've I've washed my hair, or something. You put all sorts of stuff <laughs> yeah. on, don't they? And you think, you know, I see LinkedIn as more businessy. I think, but I'm probably obviously wrong. Obviously, it works. Yeah. For no, I do. I think you're right. Business. I think I think it does depend on what your business is, because uh, Facebook groups are great. You know, people are sort of um, in certain like product arena. Um, you know, it's I've got a friend who um, makes blankets, um, but they're for that, you know, could be used for around campfires because she, she's uh, big into scouting and things. So she does oh. brilliantly on Facebook and she's yes. in loads of Facebook groups. So it does, it definitely depends on mm. your your product, I'd say, um, where you have yeah. the most success, really. Yeah. Mm. I've got to say, I've listened to that podcast 
of yours with that lady. Yes, Elaine does her own podcast as well, which you can, or you can mention at the end, Elaine, as well. Yeah. So, so, so what does, from, from your perspective then, what, what do people tend to, when they first come to chat to you, what is it they struggle with the most? What is it that you have to... You know, what do they have to get over? What What is the fear? What is it that they, what is their pain? What What is the main issues that they have? No, it's a great questioning. It It's the, I'd say the biggest thing is the fear of being salesy and pushy um, is, you know, what screams out to most people. And, and I totally get that because let's be honest, who wants a pushy salesperson, you know, as buyers, which we all are, you know, in some yeah. shape or form. Uh, who wants a pushy salesperson? Absolutely nobody. So, you know, my first response is when they say that is I don't want to be salesy or don't want to be pushy. And so, well, that's absolutely fantastic because your potential clients don't want you to be either. So there's a win um, straight away. Uh, so so it's about really turning their passion, and their love of helping other people into some sort of processes and sales and actions and uh, really. So I'd say that is definitely one of the biggest things they don't want to be pushy but as I say you can't be a, sec- a secret and a success so you've got to be putting yourself out there or people will never find you and that is yeah. an absolute given now how, how you choose to put your messaging out there as we've just said where where are your clients is up, is up to you that as long as you're in the right place and you're talking to the right people then you know that, that you've got a, a, obviously a much higher chance of getting a response because there's, there's a few things that happen we can either have the right messages so we know who our ideal person is we know the pain points of feeling so we've sort of got our our um, words right but if we're putting it in that in putting it the messages in the wrong place then we're not you know we're not going to get any response because it's the people who are reading it thinking well this doesn't apply to me as buyers we move on very quickly so we mm. literally just skim past it that's not doesn't apply to me or we can have we can be in the right place, but we're using the wrong words, and that equally obviously has a you know a negative yeah. impact as well, because we're just not getting the into the into the heads of the people uh, and using their words that mean something to them. So, yeah. or we could get both wrong, of course, which is even you know a bigger challenge <laughs> total disaster. <laughs> but, but you know what? Everything's sortable uh, in my world. Once you know what you're doing. Uh, doing wrong or you haven't got quite right I like to say it's not about doing wrong it's actually about fine-tuning and getting it even better and then you can do something about it can't you um so yeah and and when people come to you if they if they say oh you know I'm oh I'm, I'm not a salesperson I'm not and, and they have this general fear I know you you said you could put it depends how you put it out there but they have a general fear how do you help them to um overcome that what do you say because some people would be just so reluctant i would imagine to try and sell i mean there's nothing worse is there and i know i've done it cold calling picking mm. up a telephone for example and yeah. making a phone call there's a there's a dread i don't mm. care how many times i've done it there's still a little dread inside of dread. making that call so how, how do you help people with that well it's breaking it down it's, and it's a, it is a really good question so you, you break it down into i i don't talk about sales and that which is is what's quite laughable as as i am a sales coach <laughs> i don't talk sales to my clients i talk about them and their business and who they want to help so that's the first protocol is we don't you know we convert the word sales to helping so let's not even talk about sales at all um so 
you know, my questions are, who are they helping? How are they helping them? And I'm, I'm a big on big on mind mapping and I encourage people to mind map. So I sort of put all these things out there. Don't don't overthink it because that's what we tend to do. So for all those things out there, how you're helping people. So what is your product or your service going to do for people and how are they going to feel once they've worked with you or bought your product? What difference is that going to make? So then, so that's what we, we know, we build this huge library, if you like, or catalogue of words and sayings and phrases. So then, so it's with those that we work with then. So if right. I said to you, Ian, right, well, um, okay, you've said all these things. When you get people talking about the stuff they're passionate about and their business, it's it just really flows. We make sure then those words are the words of the person buying, not them as a sale person because essentially we are all salespeople who've got our, our own business we're all selling aren't we so we so we make sure those words are the words that people would use and the great best way to do that is look at some testimonials that they've got and say right they, those people in their own words said that about your business and that's what they got so we need to have some of those in there because they're they're words of those people so we sort of get those together and then what we then look at from there is right so let's where are these people and so that's the next step is where will we find these people, uh, whether it's, you know, networking as you you guys do, or I believe there's a combination of a number of things I believe works. Not It's very unlikely you're going to find everything in one place for any business, but, you know, there's always obviously exceptions. So what sort of things can you do to deliver all these amazing words and talk about all these things, whether it's in a blog or it's in a social media post, whether it's encouraging people to sign up for your newsletter or whether you're talking on something, what is it? Where where will we? Where are we able, or where are you able to talk about these things? Because now you've got your phrases and your words, and it feels a lot lot more comfortable. And some people are great at blogging. Some people are great at doing videos. Whenever whatever we do, we've always got to have in mind the potential buyer. It's not what we think. Oh, they want to hear this. Well, do they mm-hmm. want to hear that? They didn't say mm-hmm. that. They said they got this. So let's look yeah. at that in that way through the, the buyer's yeah. eyes, really. Mm. Yeah, it makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, looking at it through their eyes, yeah. Because yeah. so often, do oh, I've put lots of people have done it. I think we've done it in the past as well. We do. We put something out there thinking, oh, this is probably what they want to hear. But mm. you don't actually know that unless you ask people. Yeah. You're sort of guessing, you're assuming in a way, and it's not the right thing to do, is it? No, so it's such a great point to that because, and that is the classic thing people do. We, we think, oh, they'll, they'll need this. I know they'll mm. need this. And, um, and of course, part of what I do with my clients is and say, so who did you ask about that? Is that what you think? <laughs> or have you asked them? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think they will. So based on, and you know, it's all done in a, done in a lovely way, but actually it, it's those light bulb moments then that gets us so much closer to what works, uh, you know, than what doesn't. Anyone starting out then in their business who are coming to come to see you or whatever, what, what would your three top, tips be for anyone i mean you've gone through the the who and the how and that sort of thing but yeah is there any other sort of three top tips you would give people who are starting out on their sales journey if you like or helping journey even if you don't call it sales (laughs) (laughs) so what were the three top tips is it that's such a big question that isn't it um if they're starting out now it it has to be you know that what i've just said really is is who is it they're helping because if you honestly if you don't get those first two steps right, you're really going to go wrong. And I've seen it so many times. And that's not to say if you've already started and you think, oh, that's not, I sort of ended up as I as I hoped. Everybody who starts a business can say that 
well, it's sort of my vision at, at the start was this, but actually when I got going, it changed a little bit. So I say to people, your destination could be set in stone, but your route can be set in sand um, because it can change. And that's OK, because we don't know until we actually get going because we've got all these ideas we've got are in our head then on paper. And then mm. it's only when you put them into practice and in, you know, into the real world that you start to shape it more. So, so I guess the who is, is important, but don't be afraid to get going and, and try it because you only yeah. learn by doing, you learn nothing by just having an idea on a piece of paper and not doing anything mm. with it. And yeah. sometimes that, you know, the learning could be actually, this isn't going to work as I thought. I really need to change it, but you've actually learn something and it's moved you forward so that would be definitely one of them the second one would be a surrounding yourself with some really great people you know you offer a great network of support there it is massive to have that and I think particularly you know some of us end up in business from you know we end up there from different routes don't we some of it could be we've come out of a you know a corporate role an employed role whatever that looks like um, and we've now decided to start our own business. And that is, it be quite, can be quite scary. You think you've had this this infrastructure around you for so long and then all of a sudden it's it's gone. And you think, oh, normally I say to somebody, could you create that for me? <laughs> or, or, or could you do this? <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, yeah. it's now me doing all of this. Um, so without doubt, great network is really important. And then the, the third one, I suppose, you know, keep thinking and and trying different things out and getting feedback don't stand still really you know I've always worked on on the basis that you know the world doesn't stand still you know the last 20 months has shown us that massively so keep revisiting your client and what they need and what they want um, because it change it can change and you've got to keep up with that because there's no point in saying well I off- only offer this or I do this or I do that if your client is now moving away from that and actually a client has changed essentially. So it's keep revisiting what people need so you can, you know, provide that. So, so they would be my three, I would say. I mean, the last one's good because you can just keep plowing on down that same furrow. And if you're losing customers, then keep plowing on the same route isn't going to help you, is it? You've got to sort of diversify and meet the needs of your clients. You've got to you? change. You've got to adapt to change. Like you've rightly yeah. pointed out, the need to adapt and change. How many businesses have had to pivot and change? We have for some. Mm. We, you know, yeah. we, we weren't online. Now we're online. We were just meeting groups of people every week, weren't we, at yeah. venues? And now... We're online, so we, you yeah. have to make the changes sometimes. Yeah. And if, we know if, lots of other businesses have done things online that they didn't consider yeah. before. Yeah. It's working if you, well. If we just said, oh, no, we're only ever doing face-to-face, yeah. then we'd have been out of business yeah. for the last 20 months. Or yeah, exactly. So. exactly. Yeah. And it, it is, yeah, adapting absolutely is, is key, isn't it? You know, we don't know what the next year is going to hold, do we? So yeah. it is, again, about just keeping close to that, which is why I love to do my podcast, because while I do that, I do get to know where people are at and how they're feeling. Um, so, you, you know, you've got to keep close to the world of your client haven't you to, to understand yeah. it and not in some ivory tower where you think you know what they need oh some excellent advice there Elaine thank you very much that's yeah. been really really useful and I'm sure people will get a lot of information yes. and value from that yeah, so some good stuff. thank, thank you. you very much and yeah. um, just tell us a little bit about your podcast as well I was on it yesterday I'll just add <laughs> um, <laughs> tell us a little bit about your podcast and why you why you do that 
I will indeed. I started it in July 20 and there's a number of reasons I started it because here we were or there we were then in the midst of lockdown and I'm I am a people person. I know I am a people person. So I love to to talk to people. I get my energy if you like from you know talking to other people and uh, you know about their business. I obviously we were a bit stuck at the time and I had done a podcast previously so I sort of knew how it worked I thought I'd love to start a podcast uh, talking to small business owners because let's face it you know we'd all been on quite a journey hadn't we little did we know how much further uh, we had to go on that journey but you know so I thought well uh, for me it would be great to pay it forward and offer them the opportunity to talk about people who'd help them on the journey. So, so I also thought, well, let's make it really something that gives them the opportunity to showcase their business and talk about what they do, who they help, and and a bit about you know their tough days, things they've learned. And so it's a combination of questions that help them quite easily talk about their business in in a natural way. Is the whole purpose of it? As we said at the start, most people don't like to feel like they're you know talking about themselves and promoting their business so by me asking these questions of course it's very easy then because I've asked the question they you know they're going to answer it so it's very natural yeah and it's great when I hear people get back to me and say I actually got someone contact me because they listened to the podcast and um you know that now they've become one of my clients so so that you know that's always very rewarding knowing that it has to help people so it continues really I think I'm up to about 65 66 guests now I've had so it's going well and I really I really enjoy it. I meet some amazing people. We do, yeah. yeah. You're we right. Do. You do meet some lovely people, don't yeah. you? And it is really a nice thing to do, isn't it? Yeah, we, we've enjoyed it. Yeah, we do the Friday Fix, obviously, which you've just done, which is sharing information and also sort of highlights your skills and expertise. So hopefully people will get in touch with you after this. But we also do the couples podcast because mm. we are a couple in business. We talk to other couples about how they find running a business. It's, it's really isn't it? yeah, yeah. interesting. To, and there's a lot of similarities as well. You'd be surprised how, how similar themes come up, even mm. though they're different couples in yeah, different, different businesses or different whatever relationships, it is. Different relationships because we've talked to like and son, um, married couples, sisters, just business partners. So we've got all these different yeah. relationships. Yeah, a great yeah. idea. Yeah. It's really interesting. So we do that as well. So if you know any of any business couples, let us know. Let us know. Yeah, and we can, I will. Actually, be on our yeah. And if anyone wants to get in touch with you, Elaine, what's the, what's the best way? How do they get in touch with you? Well, I spend a lot of my time on LinkedIn. So you will find me there without a doubt. Um, so that's Elaine Atherton on LinkedIn. And uh, right. my website is is www.tosummitup.com and you'll find out all sort of my services on there and there's a link on there as well to just book a call so if you sort of think oh I'm quite interested in chatting to you you know it's a free call obviously because I don't work with everybody um, because I'm not right for everybody and you know and equally not everybody's right for me so I absolutely pride myself on if I'm not right for you see if I can direct you somebody that can help you yeah Mm -hmm. so that's that's the easiest way my website or LinkedIn is is the easiest way to get hold of me, I would say. Well, that's fine. We'll put all the details in the chat. Um, not in the chat. No, no, we'll, we'll put, in the chat. <laughs> put all your details in the show notes. Zoom, zoom, <laughs> I know. Yeah. But we're all over the place. Look. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that again. Yeah. Um, we'll put all no, your I'm details. I'm not editing that. No, I'm going to leave that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put all your details in the show notes. There you go. That's if you want to edit yeah. that out. <laughs> yeah. Give you some work to do. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, mm-hmm. making my life. Okay. Oh, 
Anyway, it's been lovely talking to you, Elaine, again. Yeah, <laughs> and, um, thank you for your time, Elaine. Yeah, it's yes, been good. It's uh, been really nice to speak to you. Take care. And you too. Thank you so much for having me on. It's been lovely and great to meet you both. You're welcome. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Take care. Thank Bye. you. Bye-bye. Thank you. We're almost at the end of this week's show, but before we go, we'd like to invite you along to one of our online networking events where you can meet some great business owners. The link will be in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining us this week on In Business Talks to Friday Fix. We hope you've enjoyed it. And if you have, all that we ask is that you simply tell a friend about the show and please follow or subscribe so you never miss an episode. We'd really appreciate it. Oh, and don't forget to check out our books on Amazon. We've got three books available out there at the moment. Our latest one is called Notably Networking, a handy notebook full of ideas for questions to ask when you're having those all important one-to-one meetings with fellow networkers. Plus, we have our 52 tips to help you improve your networking skills. And last but not least, we have our 90 Days to Your Success book, a handy little journal where you can log all your um, goals, goals, set your goals and your intentions for the next 90 days. There you go. Thank you. Thank you for your help there, Tracy. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. So until next time, this is Ian and Tracy, and together we we are are in business. business. Goodbye. Goodbye.